Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Colts versus Jonathan Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor versus the Colts. It's getting ugly. It's playing out publicly. How bad is this? Can they recover from this? Is there a world where Taylor isn't a Colt this season? And USA Portugal late night. US in a position they've never been before. Pressure. Let's go. Or is it early morning? 3 a.m., right? 3 a.m. for you. Midnight for Clinton. 10 o'clock for our friends in Hawaii. We start with the news of the day in the NFL. The Colts and Jonathan Taylor. Today, a report from sources that Taylor reported to Cam with back pain he sustained away from the team and that the team is considering placing him on the non-football injury list. And if that happens, the team wouldn't have to pay him anything in 2023. (coughs) Taylor's response, never had back pain, never reported back pain, get new sources. So this weekend, his trade demand and owner Jim Ursay's no response. And everything boiling up from Ursay's comments last week about the running back position and how publicly this imbroglio has become. And today at Colts practice, backup running back, Zach Moss breaking his arm, now out for weeks. There's a lot here, Israel Gutierrez, around the horn to you. How bad is this? Can they recover from this? It seems pretty bad. It seems like a situation where Jonathan Taylor, one of the leading running backs, is going to ask for a contract extension and doesn't get one, demands a trade or requests a trade, and then all of a sudden their owner says, no, no, you get no money because you had a back injury that suddenly happened uh, with non-football activities. This is basically an extension of this running back conversation we've been having for so long about their value, and it's frankly not fair because he has propped up this offense for the last three years. You want to call it the offensive line? Go look at the on and off numbers with Taylor on and him off and see if it's the offensive line or if it's the running back. And so this is one of those situations where you've got an owner who is going to hold his ground, who is going to, you know, play the part, as you will, and is probably going to ruin this relationship and is probably going to end up with Jonathan Taylor on another team because this is just ugly. Mm. And Stephen Holder, who covers the team, has covered him for a long time, told him their relationship is worse than it appears so far. And so it looks pretty ugly in public. It's probably a lot worse in private. So then play odds maker for me. Chances Taylor is not on the Colts this season. Well, the Moss injury throws a little bit of a wrench in the situation, but I see this happening. I see him possibly getting traded and, and the Colts just taking back assets. Mm-hmm. Don't want to put a number on it, though, I hear. Israel, <laughs> how about you, Justin Tisley? Start off with a number. Chances Taylor isn't a Colt this season. 65%. Really? And this is a number that really strikes me. No player who has led the league in rushing is signed beyond 2023. That's Derrick Henry, that's Ezekiel Elliott, and that, yes, that includes Jonathan Taylor. So this is an ugly situation, man. This is an unfortunate conversation, and now, unfortunately, we have the worst possible messenger in Jim Irsay. Like, I, I think this can get ugly the way that we thought Saquon Barkley and the Giants were going to get there. But at least it felt like the Giants valued Saquon. They just couldn't give him the numbers that he wanted. 
Jim Mercy has basically said Jonathan Taylor is a dime a dozen, which is a lot to say. It, this guy hasn't just been a huge part of your offense. He is the offense. He averages five yards a carry. And when he's not on the field, the QBR drops off a cliff. So this is very unfortunate. I don't think he's going to get paid by the by the Colts. And I, I think who's really going to suffer all this is your rookie quarterback, Anthony Richardson, who, who, who isn't going to have that security blanket that is Jonathan Taylor, or at least it doesn't look like Frank Isola, do you believe Jonathan Taylor's on the Colts this season? I know you hate people that sit on the fence, so I'll say 50-50 on that one. I, I, I don't know if this is going to happen, but I will say this. You know, you, here's a guy that rushed for 1,800 yards in 21. He scored 18 touchdowns, and they make it seem like the long snapper is a more important position than running back. I can tell these, these running backs, they're going to start screaming uh, collusion after a while. But this is what I don't understand about the story. If you don't want him, and maybe he has some value why not just trade him and try to get something back in the form of a late uh, pick? I get it. The running back late pick. You think that's was. all there is for Jonathan Taylor? That's interesting. At, I, because I think what Justin is saying is true. I think a lot of these GMs, coaches, yes, you need a running back, but they don't value it like they value a right tackle or a guy that can get to the quarterback or like a, or a or a cornerback and uh, you know on defense. So I think because of that, that's why they're not valued. It's an unfortunate part of the game. But guess what? It's never going to change at this point. All right, Clint Yates, I'll bring you in here. So Ursay has his comments, which just totally knocked the running back position, but also Jonathan Taylor. They're best offensive player and then secondly he uh, demands a trade and then thirdly you hear about well maybe you won't get paid this year because you told us you had a back injury go ahead it's for me I mean it feels like a less than 25 percent chance because this is clearly personal for Ursay regarding Taylor if you're going to go so far as to according to Taylor make up an injury well then I'm going to believe that you're willing to do whatever it takes to prove the point that you said as in Ursay about running backs now that said this is problematic because this is a real discussion mm, okay. to be had if you're wondering why running backs do not have the value they used to it's because of hello mobile quarterbacks look at like Lamar Jackson you just don't need those guys the same way that you do so while there is a valid discussion to be had. Ursay is certainly not the person I want having it and certainly not having it with the best player on his team. That part makes no sense, but we are not going backwards on this. You got guys like Dalvin Cook that are showing up to Jets camp without deals. Meanwhile, guys who want to play cannot get deals. Hello, this yeah. battle is going to have a lot of interceding things that we're going to be watching for the entire preseason. And this is just one. Justin, you said something as we were sitting down about maybe collateral damage here when players here and owners speak like this publicly. Yeah, like if if you're a player on the Colts and you hear the owner of your team basically basically call your best player expendable and we don't need him, he's a dime a dozen. That has to permeate throughout the locker room in various fashions. It has to. I know it would be. We're all human. Yeah, it's just it's just tough for morale overall when a guy who's been known to just pop off at the mouth, who, again, didn't get into this business because he's some great football mind, got into this business by being a Nepo baby. I'm sorry. Like, you know, it's tough to watch that in today's NFL. Although on the other side of that, I, I believe Andrew Luck, when injuries took his career and he, he, he retired, he did receive monies after the fact. There's almost goodwill from this organization yeah. as well. And that's all part yeah. of the greater conversation. News of the day. It's public and it's ugly between the Colts and Jonathan Taylor. We'll move on. Baseball trade deadline, 25 hours away. It's Knipton already this weekend. Montgomery, Stratton to Texas. Grychuk and Crone to the Angels. Blue Jays take on Hicks. Cubs pull Bellinger off the market. But the biggest deal so far, the Mets. 
descending, and Max Scherzer agreeing to leaving and waiving his no-trade clause to go to Texas. Clinton Yates around the horn to you. Does Scherzer make Texas the favorites in the AL West? Not any more than they already were. I said before this season, Texas was the team to watch because of what they did in this offseason, and they've proven it on the field in terms of their play. I actually think this is kind of an interesting move because Scherzer, while a good regular season pitcher, is not some monster in the postseason. He got one win in 2019, and then in game five, he could not throw. He then went to the Dodgers in the postseason, and guess what? He got shelled, and he said, quote, my arm was dead. I'm sorry. That was years ago. I'm not going to count on him to be doing that much Mm. for a team that is already that good, already has team leadership in terms of who they are. It's a nice ad, but I don't think that Max Scherzer adds some major thing that's going to push them to the World Series. I just don't, even though he's a big name yeah I think the Montgomery addition to the rotation might be better uh just because look if you look at his his pattern and you just look at the numbers it's it's safe to say that he is probably not going to get back to that version of him even the one that we saw late in the season with the Dodgers before the the postseason and so if you look at the rest of the Rangers rotation just go month by month the ERA has been getting higher and higher until it's about five plus this past month so is Scherzer going to fix that by himself no it's a combination him and Montgomery maybe but then look at the rest of the division you've got the Strohs a game back and you've got uh, the uh, the Angels making move there five games back and trying to to make a move so I think there's a possibility the Rangers could get caught Tinsley on Scherzer to Texas yeah I honestly really like the move but more so for the sum of its parts they, this is a team in their last 46 games they're 20 and 26 with the run differential of of negative 10. If you look at that starting rotation since July 1st, they have been awful. So they did what they needed to do at the deadline is bolster their pitching. And yeah, Scherzer is a good ad, but I like the Montgomery ad more than anything because yeah, Scherzer is going to give you some, I guess, assurance in the postseason. But as Clinton just said, like we've seen, his postseason record is not above reproach. But in uh, in terms of improving the team, I think Texas did really. All good right, at the I mean we're in a world. Here, everybody loves Montgomery more than the multi Cy Young award winning Scherzer. What is Montgomery's postseason stats, Tinsley? Ah, <laughs> oh, okay, you'll get back to me on that. Isola, how about you? <laughs> yeah, and, and remember, the reason why they need Max Scherzer is because another former Met pitcher, Jacob DeGrom, he's done for the year, and that was kind of a head scratch when they signed him. But Texas is all in, and they have a great lineup, and they score a ton of runs. But Max Scherzer and Clinton and Justin are right. You know, you think about his recent postseason history. Remember last year, he got booed off the mound against the San Diego Padres. But I will say this. In a big game, if I give him the ball, I still have some kind of confidence that he can get it done. And Texas is a team desperate to win a World Series. He gives you something. They needed a pitcher. He was available. I love the move for the Mets, and I really like it for the Texas Rangers. Any other moves move a team up in your estimation? Clinton Yates around the horn to you. I must say, for all of us in Los Angeles who have been sitting around talking about where's Otani going to go, when's he going to come to the Dodgers and all these things, I will commend Artie Moreno and the Halos for deciding to A, keep him, and B, actually add to their team in more ways than one. Bringing back South, uh, South Cal- Southern California native Lucas Giolito back to the squad I think is a plus. And for the fans of that team who have shown up and seen one of the better seasons, I love this move. I know that it doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to stay. But reminder, the Phillies were the last team in the playoffs last year and got to the World series when the Braves won it all they had 88 wins which is the worst in all the playoffs it can happen and recent history shows that if you're close and you get in you got a shot so you think the this puts the Angels over the top it. as a playoff team 
I think it's the best possible move for A, what baseball should be, B, for the fans of Anaheim, in Anaheim, and C, frankly, the P, the team mm. itself. Gritchick is a guy that got from the Rockies who was, in fact, drafted ahead of Mike Trout, sidebar. So they got a couple of dudes, man. We'll see how it goes. A, B, and C. We almost got the whole alphabet there. Clinton is buying on the Angels. All right, Mets. GM Billy Epler says they're not holding a fire sale. Here's Justin Brerlander thinking it through. A bit surprised with that one. Max was obviously supposed to be an integral part of this team next season. So when you see that happen, um, you know, you can't help but think uh, what's in store for next year. It changed my opinion a little bit, yeah. Frank, if Verlander's ensure they're having a fire sale, are they are really not having a fire sale? Well, I think if they keep Justin Verlander, they're not having a fire sale. Remember this about, you know, he's got a big contract next season. Then he has a very attainable contract for 2025. I think it's about innings pitch and it'd be 25 million. So for me, there aren't a lot of teams lining up to give up a lot to get Justin Berlin. If you're the Mets, where money isn't any option and they are trying to rebuild that farm system that they have there, you need something on your team for next year. That's why I'm not trading Justin Berlin. I've heard it could be 60-40 that they trade him. I think they're keeping him. There, Tinsley, you got Montgomery's postseason stats yet? Uh, uh. Well, I do know he has a career-high ERA, a career-best ERA. Yeah, well, one, one appearance so is that. what he's got, and, and Scherzer's got quite a few more than that. We'll take a break. Buy or sell on the other side. Scherzer pitched on two days rest. Around the Horn is presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of happy hour. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc. A tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome back to Around the Horn, brought to you by Chase. Coming to you from the Seaport District at Pier 17. Aaron Rodgers firing back at Sean Payton. Get my coach's name out of your mouth. Still more fallout. From the champagne interview to USA Today's Jared Bell. Peyton now saying he regretted what he said 40 minutes after saying it. Felt like he was still in media member mode. 
If you're just catching up, he said Nathaniel Hackett did the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL last year with Denver. Hackett now the Jets OC with Aaron Rodgers, and that's how we got here. Israel, what to buy, what to sell? Well, I'm buying Rodgers' response defending Hackett. I think Sean Payton might have just been away from coaching for a year. Maybe didn't really understand what the fraternity actually meant for a minute. Uh, but I think it's funny that he thinks he's a big name, can talk about this coach Hackett who did this, and all of a sudden an even bigger name, Aaron Rodgers, says, no, no, you shut up. You shouldn't have said what you said. And, yeah, he, he was putting his plays, and deservedly so. I'm buying the chaos of it all. For one, Peyton was not wrong. Being fired 15 games into your inaugural season is like getting fired from a job less than 90 days, so they don't have to pay you the insurance. And the the numbers speak for itself. So he wasn't wrong, but I'm also not mad at Rodgers defending his guy. That's what you're supposed to do with your friend. But everybody out here, make a note right here. October 8th, 425 p.m., Jets at Broncos. Let's just add that to the proverbial bulletin board. Frank Isola. Yeah, well, uh, Sean Payton should take a note. Russell Wilson is his quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is going to have a better year than Russell Wilson, so he's putting himself on notice that he better do be uh, better than Nathaniel Hackett did this year. I also love how Aaron Rodgers is now quoting Will Smith at the Oscars about take my name out of your mouth. But remember <laughs> this, Aaron Rodgers, we all wondered if he was going to be engaged in New York. Maybe this is part of it. Maybe he's really committed. I like that he's stuck up for his coach. Yeah, for the guy who didn't want hard knocks there, he's doing extra interviews, talking on microphones, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, come on, when did we have such an issue with guys talking noise to other dudes in the league? Peyton was exactly right. And by the way, Peyton is the OG bad guy, the first coach to get suspended for all the things that he did. I have no problem with this whatsoever from Sean Payton. Great work out of you. Buy or sell too, USA Portugal. 10 hours from now, 3 a.m. Eastern, midnight Pacific. Who's staying up? If this cup has taught us anything, it's that nothing is guaranteed. Norway threw by the skin of their teeth. What Colombia did to Germany was thrilling. Australia throttling Canada out of the cup this morning. And the U.S. in a position they've never been before in the group stage. They need a point to advance. Clinton, buy or sell pressure tonight on the U.S.? I'm absolutely buying it. I honestly believe that if they don't make it out of the group stage, then Flacco will be relieved of his duties. But this, in general, is an indication of where we've come with women's soccer in the world. U.S. women's national team cannot just show up and expect to win. That's been the case for many years now, but it is certainly obvious now, when we've, as we've said before, so many great stories, so many great players. Again, if they are knocked out of this tournament, the tournament doesn't lose that much quality, and that's something that a lot of U.S. fans... Israel, you see tonight for. as pressure-packed, or you see this as just got to go out there and do the job? No, I think there's pressure there, and it's not just because of the situation, but it's also the way Portugal plays. They're going to be very organized defensively. They're going to try for one or two chances, but basically try to keep you from scoring. And the U.S. is going to feel a little bit of pressure if they don't uh, perform well early on offensively. You know, their strikers have been struggling lately and haven't really found a rhythm. So if Portugal finds its rhythm defensively and can get one goal on the U.S., it's going to be a lot of pressure for them to Justin. Respond. Yeah, I think there's pressure, but it's the World Cup. So, like, anytime you're in a situation to lose and go home, you're going to feel pressure. But this U.S. team only returned nine players that actually won the 2019 title. So there were going to be some transitions like this. But if I'm if I'm looking if I'm looking on the bright side, all time USA is 10 and 0 versus Portugal, and they've only they've only had one loss ever in the group stage. So yeah, there's pressure, but this is not like a World Cup final either. 
Yeah, Portugal's a good team. The U.S. will get at least a point. They'll advance. Clinton does not speak with the executives at Fox when he says the tournament will be okay if the U.S. is eliminated. Fox <laughs> wants the U.S. in that thing until the bitter end. I do love this story about the players and not on social media. What is that supposed to mean? First of all, nobody believes it. Look at the age of the players because now they're more focused. What does social media have to do? Can Sophia Smith link up with Alex Morgan? Can Crystal Dunn maybe not give the ball away so much? Can the U.S. put the ball in the back of the net? And how many subs will we see tonight? I'd like to see Lynn Williams in there, maybe in the 80th minute, because Trinity Rodman in the last match had run herself into the ground. That was the sub they should have made in the last Justin, match. I'll go back to you now. We, we talked about the storyline of whether there's pressure or not, how tonight plays out. Yeah, I think they. I think it ends in a draw, honestly, because I, I'm not, not. I'm not that totally confident in in the offensive capability. Excuse me, offensive capabilities of Team USA right now. But I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see what happens after that draw because. A couple of things can happen as the way they get in or they get kicked a out. A draw so. and they would advance, but it could be a tougher road. Israel. Yeah, no, I think I think they're probably going to draw. I, I think it's uh, the, the goal is to get at least one one goal on them because even the Netherlands only got one goal on Portugal there. And so I think if you can get a score on the board and just sort of calmly maintain the rest of the game, I think Lin that's Don't forget, Portugal, it is obviously a soccer nation with a lot of history, but this is still their first Women's World Cup. Yates. Justin Sinsley will be our showdown. Israel Gutierrez and Frank Isola, thanks for the time today. CYJT, next. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Presented by Corona. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Glenn Yates, Justin Sinsley, good luck in showdown. An intentional walk controversy? Did we have that? Did Matt Chapman say to his manager, John Schneider, what are we even doing? Pitching to show Antani? Some lip readers think so. Either way, Blue Jays walked Otani four times this weekend. Mixed success. Split the games. Clinton is intentional walking Otani. The right strategy, the wrong strategy, a controversial strategy, a cowardly strategy. When a guy comes off a game in which he threw a complete game one hitter on the road and then turns it around as a DH and hit two yams and then goes first pitch out, yes, it's time to stop throwing to him. Your it's season absolute. matters. This guy is going to kill you. Mm-hmm, okay. It's absolutely the right strategy. And shout out to Chapman per- perusing social media. He sees the kids talking about it. This is a classic example of mess around and find out. And I can't say the w- word in Ain't place no of mess, but that's exactly what that is. But the point will move on. Showdown two. Dr. J, in an interview with sports personality Joy D'Angela, revealed his top 10 NBA players of all time, and he is getting 
killed for it. Not on the list, LeBron. Not on the list, Steph. Not on the list, Shaq. His reasoning for modern players was their career is not over yet. So it was guys he played with. You're looking at it here. Justin, fair or foul? Dr. J, I love you. You're a great interview, Cedric. But this is the worst top ten of all time. <laughs> you don't have the all-time three-point king. LeBron James, more points than anybody. Yeah. Come well, on, bro. The career's bro. not over. Is that sound strategy, Clinton? With all due respect to Nathaniel Fitzwilliam Archibald, if you do not have LeBron, Raymond James, or Wardell <laughs> yeah. Stephen Curry right. on your yeah. list, you will remain as simply my dad's favorite basketball you player. Might be, you might have to lose. The doctor is disbarred from the medical industry. He picked people he played with. I think we could all agree with that. But you hear recency bias as an excuse? This is nostalgia favoritism is what it is. Justin Tinsley, get the FaceTime. Over the weekend, I ordered the Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford fight, and Terrence Crawford put on a master class. Landed almost 90% of his jabs, 60% of his power punches. That fight should have ended uh, rounds earlier, but I got to give him a shout out. Next month, at the 50th anniversary of hip hop, Terrence Crawford paid homage to the genre all weekend, and I salute him for that. We waited for that fight. It was over. People were in I mean, unbelievable. Masterclass. Thank you, everybody. On a 23 and a half hour break. You know what? We're off tomorrow. Make it 47 and a half.